You're listening to Eureka on Monocle Radio, brought to you by the team behind The Entrepreneurs, the show all about inspiring people, innovative companies, and fresh ideas in global business. I'm Tom Edwards. Ella Goodwin is the CEO of Vision Spring, a global social enterprise on a mission to make clear vision possible for everyone by creating access to affordable eye care in low-income countries. To date, they've sold more than 10 million pairs, helping people sustain productivity and livelihoods, enhancing learning outcomes and increasing overall quality of life, while also offering training to local nonprofits, social entrepreneurs and government agencies so they can continue the work within their communities. So what's the secret to driving such access to simple and cost-effective intervention? Well, here is Ella Goodwin with more. Vision Spring is a social enterprise that is working to address the problem in the world that a billion people do not have the eyeglasses they need to see well and do well. And so our mission is to improve learning, income, road safety, and well-being with the simple use of eyeglasses to correct vision. And we do that for those who are in low-income communities, the majority of people that we serve are living on less than $4 a day. Vision Spring was the brainchild of Dr. Jordan Casselow, who's an optometrist. And as a young optometry student and then a young optometrist, he was often going to Central America to conduct a mission trip and was looking at this issue of, you know, you've got people from high-income settings flying to low-income settings, lines around the vision center or the clinic or the camp that are hundreds and thousands of people deep. And the reality is half of the people who were coming just needed a simple pair of reading glasses. So that's a magnifying glass. It's the kind of eyeglass that you and I can buy in any chemist or bookshop or the train station. It does not require an eye doctor. And then he was also kind of looking at this challenge of saying, well, there's all these, you know, we're carrying donated eyeglasses into low-income settings, but everybody cares about what's on our faces. Everybody cares about style. And so, you know, it's one thing to give somebody a pair of glasses, but if they don't want to wear it, then we haven't solved the problem. And so Vision Spring was really born out of the idea that if a billion people need vision correction with eyeglasses, we're not going to solve it with charitable solutions. We're going to need a social enterprise approach. And could we develop a way to train people to identify presbyopia, which is that early blurry vision that comes when we hit our mid-30s and mid-40s? Can we train people to identify blurry near vision, dispense reading glasses, and refer for other eye conditions? And that concept sounds really simple, but at the time it was kind of radical because eyeglasses were the domain of eye care professionals and ophthalmologists and opticians and optometrists and pharmacists and community health workers were not doing that kind of work. But it has gone from a disruptive idea to the mainstream. As recently as 2022, the World Health Organization put out training manuals to say that yes, in fact, using methodologies very similar to what Vision Spring innovated all the way back in 2001, that indeed one of the ways to solve the problem of a billion people needing eyeglasses is to have lower level health workers being able to do the basic sight test and then drive people up into the tertiary and secondary systems for the higher level eye care that they might need for prescription glasses or cataracts or other things. 
I got involved in 2015. I came in as CEO then. The organization began in 2001. And, you know, as I had spent 25 years in the international development and global health space, and it's very clear that some problems are just too big to solve with a charitable solution. And Vision Spring from its inception was a social enterprise and was really looking at this unjust equilibrium that eyeglasses are a 700-year-old technology, and yet there's a billion people, the vast majority of whom are living in low-income settings who don't have the eyeglasses they need to succeed and to be able to have a higher likelihood of coming out of poverty. And Vision Spring was literally looking at how do we make eyeglasses radically affordable, establish supply chains and distribution into communities that particularly have the issue of a lot of people in occupations that have a requirement for near vision correction. Think tea, coffee, cocoa, artisans, weavers, garment workers, truck drivers, and really think about eyeglasses not as a health intervention, but eyeglasses as a livelihoods intervention. And that we can tackle the unjust equilibrium that have kept eyeglasses as a luxury item for the learned and the elite, and think about solving the problem on the demand side by addressing stigma and aspiration for glasses and solve the problem on the supply side by creating supply chains and channels into low-income communities. And it's that kind of relentless pursuit of getting at the root of the problem that really excites me every day and, and brought me to Vision Spring in the first place. Vision Spring this year, we corrected the vision of 1.9 million people. We also screened the vision of almost 3 million people in 2023. We're doing that in eight countries. Our largest market is India, and then Bangladesh, Kenya, Uganda, Zambia, Nigeria, Ghana, and Vietnam. When we're working in, in those locations, you know, a billion people need eyeglasses around the world. You can't spread yourself out like fairy dust, you know, and do a little, everywhere you look, somebody needs glasses. And so the trick for us is to really focus on communities where there is this high requirement for vision correction. And so we work in the transportation hubs, for example, in the port in Lagos. We work in cocoa communities, for example, in the Ashanti region. You might not know that cocoa is hand pollinated. If you want to increase the yield on a cocoa tree, for the farmers, they need to hand pollinate. That means they're working with tweezers. So we work in the Ashanti region in Ghana. We work in the garment sector. So in Bangladesh, we're deeply involved and in Vietnam in the garment sector, where we have found that one in three garment workers do not have the eyeglasses they need to, to do their jobs. And we work in agricultural areas in India, for example, focused on tea because of the intensely manual process of tea picking. One of the challenges is we had early on is everybody wanted to look at us as a health intervention. And, and we would say, you know, while we're a health, while it's health adjacent and it does have to do with eye health, of course, the outcome is uniquely associated with improving somebody's functioning, their productivity and their income. And so, you know, what all I just, you know, anybody who's listening, just if, you, if you've got glasses or you're wearing contacts, you know, imagine how productive you would be. Imagine, could you do your job? And what kind of income would you earn if you didn't have glasses? 
too often we think about glasses as something for people who are literate. The majority of people that we serve have low literacy, and it's really about the ability to do everyday tasks. For me, 2024 is going to be all about growth. Right now, I'm in the middle of rolling out our annual plan with our team. And so I've got a chart in my mind that's very clear and shows we're going to be growing at about 30% this year in terms of the number of people who are going to have vision correction. So that'll be 2.3 million people are going to have vision correction. But that growth is also organizational growth in terms of the strength of our systems and its personal growth for all of us who are in the organization, who are expanding our responsibilities, who are acquiring new skills, who are building new relationships. And so we like to think of Vision Spring as being a place where people can have career defining moments and actualize our purpose. So there's personal growth and then the growth in terms of the income that we will unlock in low income households and through that, we also can support the growth of local economies. That was Ella Goodwin, the CEO of Vision Spring. You can learn more about the enterprise by heading to visionspring.org. And that's all for this episode of Eureka. We'll be back at the same time next week. The programme was produced by Laura Kramer, with mixing and editing by Jack Dewars. Listen again and find out more at monocle.com. That's where you can join the club and subscribe to the magazine. Or you can follow us and catch up with the archive via your preferred podcast platform. To contact the team, write to Laura on lrk at monocle.com. I'm Tom Edwards. Goodbye and thanks for listening.